No problem. Good morning, Coach. Uh, everyone will open up with a comment followed by questions. Go ahead, Coach. Uh, okay, well, uh, I know everyone's aware of our, our connections with Coach Saban in, in Alabama, so I uh, just want to wish him a um, uh, speedy and complete uh, recovery uh, from the COVID, uh, COVID virus. Um, you know, I spoke with, uh, with Coach Saban um, recently, you know, we both talked about how much we've learned about the, this situation and some of the challenges that... Uh, you know, have come with it. And, you know, I know he's been uh, extremely vigilant and, um, you know, has a great deal of, has put a great deal of thought and, and effort into the care of his team and players. And, and uh, you know, he shared that with me. And we both talked about things that uh, that we've done and, and, you know, have been helpful and so forth. And so, um, as I said, I just want to wish him, uh, you know, the best from uh, all of us here uh, in the organization. Um, we're we're looking forward to getting back on the field today. Um, it's uh, you know we we had certainly a lot of meeting time, WebEx meetings, and you know things like that. But um, it's always important to get back on the field and and to start to uh, rebuild some of our uh, fundamentals and execution that are uh, so critical. So um, you know we'll look forward to that today and uh, tomorrow and throughout the week. And um, you know look look forward to you know to playing on Sunday as well. So. Um, you know, we continue to, um, you know, press forward with uh, as much safety and, um, you know, vigilance as possible in, in our whole um, approach to uh, football and uh, all the things that surround it, uh, our families and, and the safety of uh, everyone involved here, players, staff, organization, and so forth. So, um, you know, we, we learn things every day and we continue to try to take steps to um, put everybody's safety at the very top of the list and um, at the same time, uh, you know, try to accommodate the competitiveness that or competitive aspects that we need to to, um, to perform on the field. So um, it's definitely a balance there, but uh, we've got to put first things first. Uh, we only have two questions at this time. We'll start with Mike Cherry, followed by Megan O'Brien. Morning, Bill. Um, you've had four different guys lead your team in rushing over the first four weeks. No team in the NFL has that this year. I'm just curious what that says about the, the level of talent and depth, not only in your running back room, but the performance of your offensive line as a group. Yeah, well, we have a lot of confidence in our, um, you know, in our backs. Uh, all the guys that carry the ball, um, you know, receivers, quarterbacks. Tight ends, however they might be. So, uh, but our you know our backs have been a position that we've had uh, you know good depth at for um, you know a number of years, uh, at least on paper. Now we ran into some uh, depth problems a couple of years ago, but generally speaking, uh, you know a qu high quality of uh, at that position, uh, and so feel like we have it now. And um, you know, I think that depth, uh, the competition is, you know, good for our team, you know, in the running game, in the passing game, um, uh, in terms of depth and being able to, you know, have players uh, on the field that, um, you know, can give you a high level of performance with different, a little bit different style and, and skill set. So um, that's really been a, um, let's say, a luxury for us. And, you know, offensive lines uh, done a, 
you know, done a very commendable job this year, uh, considering the number of changes and uh, adjustments that we've made in the first four games. Hopefully that can, you know, settle down here going forward. But um, whatever it is, we'll we'll deal with it and, and do the best we can. But it's a hardworking group, and, uh, you know, they continue to make steady improvement from the beginning of camp, um, you know, through all the, the practices and, and the four games that we've played. Do you believe that that, that depth and, and talent at the running back room kind of makes you more difficult to defend because you're, you can rotate fresh bodies in there and each guy has a little bit of their own uh, special skill set? Yeah, I think I mentioned that. I, I think that they they do have different skills and they're, they're, we have many ta uh, talented players in that group. Uh, you know, what other people think of that in terms of defending us, I think you'd have to ask them, but... Um, you know, I like the depth and the quality that we have at that position. Uh, next question, Megan O'Brien, followed by Phil Perry. Hey, Bill, I was just wondering what's been your impression of the way the rookies have handled this season? On one hand, they're adjusting to life in the NFL, but on the other hand, this season's been far from normal. And I was just curious what you've picked up on the way they've adapted. Uh, well, yeah, Megan, you're certainly accurate in saying it's been, um, you know, a challenging season for them. Um, and I think they've, you know, tried to do the best they can. It's uh, new for all of us and, and uh, you know, new for them. But I think they've they've taken a responsible approach to it and, you know, have continued to, you know, work hard and, and get better. They're further behind than, you know, any rookie group that I've ever had before based on the, uh, you know, the offseason um, situation and, uh, and that rolled into training camp too. So um, they, they've got they've got a lot of ground to make up to be competitive with players that you know just have a lot more experience and and uh, have had a lot more training than they have. But um, but you know they're they're working hard to be competitive. And I'd say that you know our coaches and you know other members of the organization have spent you know extra time with the, those guys to try to. Um, you know, help them and not just on, on the field and, and on the football side of it, but also, um, you know, on the life skills side of it as well. And, you know, coming into New England and uh, adjusting to professional football and, and so forth. So, um, you know, they've done their part. And, and I feel like, uh, you know, organizationally, we've tried to uh, support them um, probably more than we ever have just because of the circumstances that you uh, alluded to. Next question, Phil Perry, followed by Doug Kine. Hey, Bill. Um, Levy Le Le is a player that you've spoken up pretty highly in the past, and he recently became available. Uh, I'm curious just your, your impressions of him as a player, preparing against him for as many years as you have, and you just talked about all the depth you have at running back. Is that a position where you would still consider adding somebody, uh, or do you feel like your depth is such that you're pretty well set there? Yeah, Phil, I wouldn't be able to really talk about anybody that's not a member of our team now, so um, so I'll, I have to pass on that one. Uh, you know, whatever I've said about uh, Bell before on the record is, you know, I stand by that for sure. Just to, just to kind of follow up, Bill, more generally, you did mention, you know, a couple of years ago you guys ran into some depth issues at that running back spot. Is that something that you've tried to keep in mind since then, um, you know, knowing how challenging it was to kind of push forward, I think, you know, 
you mentioned it before too, you had a receiver playing running back at points for you. How critical has it been to keep that position well stocked for your offense? Right. Uh, well, I mean, you always you always want depth, and and you can't have as much depth as you want at every position. Uh, you have to sacrifice, you know, something somewhere, uh, you know, based on the roster size. So, uh, you know, there's a a balance there between uh, the number of players that you have and the quality of players that you have. Sometimes you have, let's uh, call it, too many players because quality's there, and sometimes you you know, you don't have enough players and, you know, what, what depth looks like on a board and what it looks like in, in August, uh, and what it looks like in October and November, sometimes are two completely different things. And so, um, you know, which players are actually able to get out there and, and play and perform versus, uh, you know, some names on a, on a board or on a chart, uh, is, is quite different. So, it's something you have to, you know, constantly evaluate and, and stay on top of and, and uh, plan for because you never know when you're going to uh, need players at every position, not just that one. Uh, so, you know, Nick Casario and uh, Dave Ziegler and, and their staffs do a, you know, do a great job of, of staying on top of all the personnel throughout the league and uh, kind of what our next uh, potential options would be depending on what we were looking for um, at every position. But you know, even a position uh, at an individual position, there could be two or three different options at that position based on, uh, you know, the, the need that you had. So try to stay on top of it and, uh, and continue to monitor the depth. It's, uh, you know, where we are today and where we were last week and, and where we might be in a few days could be, you know, completely different. So uh, it's just something that you, you have to constantly monitor. Thanks, Doug. Doug Kine, followed by Mike Reese. Hey, Bill. Uh, obviously, we got to see Gunnar Olszewski make a comeback uh, last week. What kind of improvements did you see from him over the course of the summer and then even into, you know, recent times? Yeah, well, we've, we've spoken about the rookies from last year um, at other, other points, and I'm not sure if his name came up uh, in that conversation or not, but... Um, but like the rest of them, um, I think he he's certainly improved uh, both physically and uh, in terms of his uh, rehab and conditioning, which started last year um, uh, when he went uh, on injury reserve during the season, uh, and then you know as a as a player with a year of experience, even though it wasn't a full year of on the field experience, his experience in the system and uh, in the league, uh, I think gave him a big big jump in terms of what he needed to do personally uh, from a training standpoint, from a technique and skills um, improvement, and also uh, just knowing how, how the rest of the league is, what, you know, what to anticipate in terms of coverages and, um, you know, kicking situations and so forth. So um, he's definitely a, a much, a uh, much better player and much more experienced and aware player than he was uh, last year. And uh, I think that's shown up through the course of camp and, and in the game that, uh, you know, I played in last week. So it's good to have him back and, you know, hopefully he'll be able to, uh, you know, make, make an explosive play for us along the way here. Uh, next question, uh, Mike Reese, followed by Bob Sosa. Good morning, Bill. Um, with Cam, 
Newton coming off the COVID list yesterday. Do you expect a regular workload for him at practice today? Yeah, well, we'll have to see how it goes, uh, Mike. You know, it's, we haven't had an opportunity to, to do much here in the last, uh, you know, 10 days or so. Been on the field uh, really one time. So um, we'll just have to have to see how things go here. Um, and that, you know, just, you know, that's with everybody. It's not specific to any individual player, but. You know, just in general, uh, we've talked about kind of getting back into things and, you know, evaluating a little bit as we go. And um, we've talked about that as a coaching staff. And, you know, I think we've just got to have a good, um, you know, awareness and, and feel for practice and, and you know, see where everybody is. You know, are they where they were the last time we, um, we practiced regularly? Uh, or, you know, do we need to make a little bit of an adjustment there? So we'll just have to see. And sort of same topic, different player. Um, do you anticipate Stefan Gilmore practicing today? Well, he would have to be uh, clear at first. And final two questions, Bob Sosi and Andrew Kelly. All right, thanks, Stacy. Good morning, Bill. Bob. Bill, uh, at the end of training camp, it seemed this year there was less movement uh, among uh, players, waiver claims and so forth. It seems like... Uh, Players, uh, you know, stayed with their organizations, went to the practice squad and whatnot. Um, about this time every year, we're looking ahead at the trade deadline. And I'm wondering in the circumstances this season, you know, whether it's the uncertainty day-to-day, hour-to-hour uh, for teams with their personnel, whether it's the seventh uh, spot now, an extra playoff spot, that maybe gives an opportunity uh, for a team to be in longer contention for the playoffs. Is there a sense of, of what kind of movement there may be? Uh, do you think that uh, the factors this year uh, may make things different than they've been in the past when it comes to the trade deadline? Yeah, no, that, that's, a, that's an interesting question, uh, Bob. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure I know the answer to that. Uh, we'll have to see how that unfolds. But uh, you're right, there was, there was much less movement at the end of training camp. Um, and I would say the, even the movement now is, uh, has been uh, restricted and it's been restricted even further in terms of uh, bringing players in from outside the organization, whether that's uh, in any capacity. So uh, that process now is really about a week um, before you could actually, you know, get them onto the, you know, get them onto the field. So that, that changes things as well. Um, would that affect the trade deadline? I mean, I don't know. It, it might, but maybe it's a longer view than that. I'm not sure. So uh, it's a good question. We'll have, to, we'll have to see how much activity, you know, there is or isn't. Um, certainly are a lot of unknowns, uh, you know, going forward, uh, not just this year, but, you know, even in the next year relative to uh, team building and, and salary cap and so forth. So um, I think that may you know, may have everybody with, you know, a little less um, ability to, to really plan things out uh, the way they want to do them. Um, and that may be causing some hesitation um, as well. So, but I think you're certainly seeing more players stay with the teams that they're on and teams using those players uh, as depth with the injury reserve rules this year and the practice squad expansion have Given teams more of an ability to do that, and I think that we're certainly seeing that play out. 
And just a quick follow-up, given the, the status of, of, of your current situation, you were preparing for Denver last week. This was supposed to be a bye week, but obviously you've had so much to deal with with football matters and non-football matters, and you're preparing for Denver again in what was supposed to be a bye week originally. Does that make it more difficult to take stock of your team at this point in time? Would you normally use the bye week to kind of do that, uh, you know, more so than any other week? Uh, it, well, certainly, yeah, it does. Um, uh, I think it's a little harder this year to, um, you know, in your words, to, to analyze your team just because of the number of uh, moving parts and, uh, again, the way that things are configured this, this year. Um, you know, again, it's the, the injured reserve, the practice squad availability. There, uh, there are a lot of things there that, that change not only our team but the teams that we play uh, very much week to week as well. So, well, uh, it, I'd say it's a little bit... Um, it's a little bit harder this year to, you know, take that long-term view of uh, team analysis and so forth. Just again, because of the number of um, uh, changes and adjustments that, again, not only our team but other teams have made so far in the season, and uh, I think there's probably a good reason to think that you know it'll continue that way uh, to a certain degree. So uh, I think you know, to me, we're much more in a you know, week to week or or a shorter term window, um, you know, a two to three week window relative to getting players back and uh, and so forth, and than what you know we would be, you know, in a normal situation. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to apologize to those I didn't get to, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Thank you very much, Coach. Okay, great. Thank you.